Shut up and sit down. This is the Muscle and the Hustle Podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Muscle and the Hustle Podcast. It's just me and Mickey once again because obviously nobody wants to come on board. So uh, we're glad you've tuned in. And practically, we we don't really have like a, a topic for this. So I don't know what we're going to name it. We're just going to go down some rabbit holes and see where it goes. Uh, but I know Mickey wanted to do a wee bit of a rant about something about with the music scene or something. Something's going on there with the government. I would just like to start uh, by addressing a subject that's very <laughs> close to my heart at the moment. That's about Tony's nasal strips. Um, You're like there's, I got a picture here for anybody that needs it on social media after. Um, but Tony has actually got nasal strips across his nose, probably to help him breathe. I'm not sure. It looks like you've got an inch wide mask and tape across your nose. Um, it's not an inch. <laughs> uh, I don't know if there's a gimmick out there. Send us a Tony. You'll try it. It's not a gimmick. Wait, well, tell You're... me the reason. Tell me the reason. Well, what's the reason you have a nose? To breathe. Yeah, yeah. Good, good, good. And your mouth is, yes, for breathing, but it's for eating. You don't shove food up your fucking nose. So yeah. if you think about it, all the hairs in your nose and stuff as well, it also filters out the dirt. So it's actually smart to breathe in through your nose. And then there's other benefits as well for sports. Like if you're bracing and like weights, you're supposed to breathe in through your nose, not your mouth all the time. Because if you breathe in through your mouth, you tend to expand like, what's the best way to explain it? You tend to expand like straight out. Do you know, like if you take yeah. a big breath and try to push your belly out. Whereas if you brace and breathe in through your nose, you tend to go wide. You tend to actually go a wee bit wider instead of out. And that's usually a better brace. And... It, it, trust me, I didn't know this a couple of weeks ago either. I was like looking all this up because I was trying to figure out like why the fuck my RDLs were fucking going to shit. And my bracing was slightly off. But no, and then on top of that, uh, it helps you with snoring and stuff at night. And I used to be bad at that. But now I'm actually not too too bad. And I put them on at night and I leave them on in the morning until I go out in the public scene where people would just give me fucking death. I know, I hate people to give you a shit, Tony. <laughs> You're number one supporter. I am. But yeah. As Tony said, uh, we have no real plan for today's podcast. Well, we do in a way, but we don't know. Um, just we're ta- we're talking away. Had a good call, co- a good conversation off air there about society, society in general, and you know, government's talking about lockdowns and stuff again. And is this a good idea? Is it a bad idea? Does government have too much power over people? And I brought up the topic of there was an interview, must have been. Wednesday morning or Thursday morning on the Stephen Nolan show is always it has to be that fucking idiot. Um, and they were talking about a venue in Balnehinch's at the carriage rooms, the carriages, and Balnehinch had a wedding, and there was a video leaked of the wedding party dancing on the dance floor. As you do, like the leaked as in like that's a crime. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's what's fucking mental. As you do at a wedding, they're dancing on the dance floor. I know it's a different kind of. It's a different world we're in at the moment, but it's still a fucking wedding, like. Do you know what that sounds like? Do you know what, like, when Kim K's fucking porno came out, and I was like, leaked porn. It's always leaked porn. It's not leaked uh, dance floor footage. Yeah, leaked dance floor footage of, of them fucking dancing to some stupid music, anyway. At a wedding. 
uh, this made the news. Nolan had it. Everybody was on, and a uh, a great person in the name of Colin Needle from Hospitality Ulster was there, and Colin's a great fan of mine. Not, um, so <laughs> Colin was on, and Colin's vastly experienced in in the hospitality in Northern Ireland because he was a glass lifter at one stage, and then he fell into a job, and now he seems to be the spokesperson for everything. But that's that's neither here nor there. Um, he's decided it's a good idea to ban music and DJs because venues cannot be trusted to adhere to guidelines and rules. And of course, if there's a ban or well, if there's live music at all or a DJ, people are going to get up with their seats and dance. So he wants to ban music. It's like a fucking, it's like a new version of Footloose. Did you ever see a film Footloose? Yeah. I actually haven't seen it, but I do know what you're talking about. They banned dancing or something in a town because someone died after a like a dance, like there was a car accident or something after a dance, so they just banned dancing. So this guy wants to ban music. Now, if this is the point where you're at in the world of fucking some jumped up glass lifter, I'm gonna call him, in a suit, saying that the only thing we can do now is just ban all forms of music in venues because the venues can't be trusted we're just going down a slippery slope do you think that venues can be trusted though no of course they can't be trusted you can't you can't trust any venue because simple reason is they know that if the shit hits the fan again they're going to be left high and dry yes i can get i can get why venues are banned on the rules because venues don't bend the rules are out of business and if it comes down to you putting food on your child's plate are you going out of business because someone's making decisions on your behalf? You're going to do what you're going to do. Now, this was this one in the carriage rooms was a wedding. Now, if you weren't allowed music at a wedding, you wouldn't have your wedding. Like you would really like if you had to be seated at all times, you you wouldn't have your wedding. That'd be a bit shit. So, why not? Why is the why did they on like why did they lift the ban from weddings if you're not allowed to technically have any entertainment? Like you wouldn't fucking you just wouldn't get married. Like it wouldn't be the point. You would get you could get married to all the church service all you wanted, but there's no point having a reception if you can't have music, you can't have dance. It's not a it's not a celebration if that's the case. It's just going out for dinner. You see me personally, I'm not really like a big fan on like fuck. I'm not really a big like not that I'm not a believer in marriage, but I just think like. It's such a weird concept whenever you really dive into it. Like that, Joe, you know, like that you put on almost a party for other people that you're getting married. Because like, do you ever see like as much as like grooms and brides that like, go on, like it's a big thing. I think it would be very, very, from everything I've seen, it comes across more like a stressful day for you to rather than something where it actually means like love and all of their carry on. Joe, you know, like I, that's, that's the first thing I always think whenever I think of big weddings, I think of like more stress than it's worth. It's a real Irish thing. Like, it's big uh, wedding's not a big thing in like America. No, or you see, I fought this, but I, I like if anybody doesn't know me, I like to watch shit TV, and I watch <laughs> Selling Sunset on Netflix. Oh, you dirt ball! You fucking see it. This my mum watches that. Like. Uh, it's an unbelievable show. Ten out of ten across the you board. You're sitting wanking over them women. That's uh, all you're doing there. And they were all getting married. <laughs> well, there was a few of them get married, and they were like, "How many are you having at the wedding?" And she goes, "About eighty or ninety. And the girl goes, "Oh, so it's a really big wedding." Me being the me being the person I am, I'm like, how the fuck's that a big wedding? So I don't know. We Google search, 
and literally there was a, a an article written about how crazy people from Britain and Ireland take weddings compared to the rest of the world. Oh, that's interesting. I think as well, though, like whenever you look at that, I think it's probably in a sense because do you ever see the way people like whenever my sister was doing like her wedding list, like she was supposed to get married in June there, obviously it got pushed back and now it's next year. But like there was almost people she was inviting because she felt like she had to. Yeah. And that's the first thing where I'd be like, I think that's probably why American stuff with weddings and all are way cheaper and maybe well, not, not maybe cheaper, but less people. So obviously it should be, but a case of like, if you if you're really really thinking about it, like how many people are they inviting just because their family yeah they might not speak to I, this is honest it's like majority of my my cousins and stuff majority of my cousins and stuff whenever you break it down like I don't really speak to them a whole lot so like they shouldn't probably be at my wedding like but then all of a sudden you'll see the family people start crawling out of the fucking woodwork yeah well as you know I, I, I think was, it's that I was down that rabbit hole before <laughs> well yeah yeah and when we were doing our guest list, I uh, I was. You get that far? Yeah, oh, fuck we eleven weeks out from the wedding, Tony. And what you just goes fuck that same out, hit her over the head with a briefcase and run? No, no, not not in so many ways. Not a briefcase. Only joking. Um, but yeah, <laughs> no, it was uh, no, it just just didn't work, and we decided there was no arguments. Just decided it just wasn't working. Better to make the call now than make the call after. When it got well, even fuck, yeah, definitely. Yeah, so uh, we no, we had the list done, and and like when I looked at my list, and I sent it to like my family and stuff, and they were like, "Where's this person? Where's that person in your family?" And I like, but I'm not friends with you. like they're relatives by blood, but like I've I haven't spoke to some of these people since the last family wedding. They're not really uh, close. So, no, they're, they're not close to me. But the my family were like. Oh, but they're your cousins and they're your uncles and I'm like, but they're not. They don't have no like. I always put it like this: Would I take this person out for dinner? In simplest terms, would I take this person out and pay for their dinner? No. So who's gonna? So they're not. They're not coming to my wedding for me to pay for a dinner that's fucking overpriced by twenty or thirty quid. Yeah, no, I I completely agree. I think that's probably the like the trap that's good. It's almost like is it false pretenses is the word, or there's a certain probably word for this, but like a case of where that's definitely not the right word, but a case of like where people are like you're laughing now and people can't even see that. But anyway, uh, it's one of these things where I think like it's just like people have just fallen into this where it has to be like that, and I think it's almost like a thing of like how many people are going to the wedding now, and it's a case of like the more you have, the bigger set of balls you have, and the more money you have. So like, look at us. Yeah. Maybe that's not maybe that's not the case. Maybe it's not. But like, mate, I barely have five friends. Never mind three hundred to bring a wedding on. That's me being brutally honest. So like, my family would be like, I would say at my wedding right now, if I got married right now, it would be like maybe like five five to ten friends, maybe fifteen, and I would have like my four close family members, and that'd be pretty much me sweet sewed up. So there's Twana. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, and that's me yeah. sewed up. That's my side. So like, I'm looking at it being like, I could probably do like. 75 people and that would be like a really like on both like maybe do 30 on my side give me an extra 10 or something you know, in case i meet somebody out you know and actually make a friend once in a while but a case <laughs> of like said that's the that's a rough idea and then you're seeing people lump in as many as they can and like if it's a hundred pound a head like you're you're looking at fucking what 30g if you have 300 people and for for fucks if you know people but there's no way you like all them like there's no way yeah yeah there's a. Uh... It's, Did that catch? Yeah, it can. Uh, it can really. It can add up. Like by the time you add cousins and fucking 
cousin like them and your cousins start hitting the eighteen mark and then they have boyfriends and girlfriends. It can start adding up. Like I I can't remember what the final True. amount was for mine. That didn't happen. Um but it was in around the twenty seven K mark. And that was hundred and fifty people, I think. Holy fuck. Um yeah. Some money in there. Wild money. And there was half that straight down the fucking drain. That's another touchy subject, I but sure we'll say nothing. This podcast is gonna oh, make us millionaires, Tony, so we'll say nothing. Uh, I was gonna say there's tears in your eyes there. There's not tears in my fucking eyes, I'll tell you cub. He is, he's a wee bit watery here. Uh, <laughs> you can see him, he's squirming and all now in the seat. I'm trying to think of what I would spent that uh fourteen or fifteen K on, you know. Probably hookers. Probably. Uh, probably uh, yeah. move to move to Colombia. But yeah, see that the other thing about the weddings is you say, like it's all about who's gone bigger and who's gone better, and you can't have this. My friend did that. I can't get married here because my friend got married there. I can't do this. Can't do yeah, that. Yeah, it's very fucking. Like, I had a, I had a mate. Strange. Like, I had a mate had three hundred and fifty people at his wedding. Holy fuck! And like he he does he is a hotelier himself. Like so he closed down his own hotel, but three hundred and fifty people. Because and I remember saying to me, I had to feel obliged bring half these people because he was doing business with them over the years yeah that's why i was gonna say do you think it's like do you ever see like whatever there's like it shows you like an t- italian mob weddings like way back from the 90s and there's like 400 people at the wedding but it's almost like you're inviting people because it's a good sign of like f- not faith but almost like business and everything going on yeah yeah that's so it. And it if, they don't that show up, if they don't show up it's kind of like a, a sign of disrespect yeah or like even if you don't invite them it shows that you don't really care about them so i suppose there is like both sides of the just yeah. the fact that I can think of nothing worse than going around like more and more people because like I, I'm a real sort of small network I don't enjoy fucking thousands like don't get me wrong but do you know what I mean I, I wouldn't enjoy hundreds of when I would feel like I'm too hyped up whereas it's supposed to be about you and the, whoever you're marrying man woman turtle whatever yeah. but you wouldn't know what the fuck nowadays but a case of that do you know what I mean uh, and I think that sort of it probably is the real meaning of it. it's probably lost I don't know how we went down this rabbit hole but uh, you're getting go. very away. You, you, you hinting at something, Tony? No, 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 I'm not. Don't you be at that. My missus actually listened to one of the podcasts the other day there for the first time. Your 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 missus threatened to kill me yesterday on Instagram. Did she? What was that over? Because I said there's no smoke without fire. <laughs> oh, and she wrote it, did she? <laughs> what did she say? You're dead with an emoji of a skull, which was very frightening. <laughs> the you're dead uh, part wasn't bad. Like, I take that all day long. But then when they, when you... Send it when you knock the knock it home with an emoji of a skull. It's like, fuck, she might mean this actually. Yeah, she is a fucking. She'll come to your. Uh, never mind, because she's gonna hear this, so I can't be. I have to be careful. She don't go back for episodes because she's gonna be scarring for them now to see where I fucking slipped up and then, I'm I'm bit here. But at least there's plenty. <laughs> so hopefully somewhere in the middle they don't get caught. I sound like I'm just a wee rat here, but no. Uh, right, let's. Even though we're talking about like it's not like weddings are like a conspiracy or something but like i know me and you were sort of chatting about that with the government like the control of it like it it, it does feel like the government's got like almost too much control nowadays or something they don't want to give it back well that's that's uh okay the the conspiracy theorists out there would have said that when when they got locked down to work because it did work people locked down they closed down they closed down the country that showed them what power infinite power they actually had and that started that can start a chain reaction of going we can actually close down things. If we can close down entire 
cities, entire countries, communities. Um, we can close down schools. We can stop education. You know, if you think about it, like they stopped everyone's education dead. They stopped people's, well, most people's way of making money. Like it's hard to stop people who work like on the internet and stuff unless you turn off the internet, like in China. But like, what happened? Well, China, you don't have you don't have Facebook and Google and stuff like so. It's and I don't know if you have YouTube either. Didn't know that. You've you've you're very limited. You have that WeChat and We stuff. But yeah, it's all like TikTok and stuff, and yeah, it's like I don't know it. It does like I I'm big into my conspiracy theories because it makes me feel better as a human when I think someone is crazier than me or stupider. Do you, do you believe? Well, this is probably a bit of a touchy one. Do you believe like nine eleven was a conspiracy? Um, no. Like do you do you ever see the, like the documentaries where it's like certain parts of the building blew out at certain times and like yeah. It sh- it, yeah. it shows you like and they're saying people implanted like small bombs and stuff it's fucking metal yeah I've seen all that like there's not I don't think there's too many conspiracy theories I haven't watched at the minute but yeah i seen all that I don't believe that no um, I watched the kind of reenactment of you know the, the run up to it called The Looming Tower it's a real good uh, kind of docu-series and it, get, it kind of tells you it, it, well I think it's almost certainly true that they were warned, they were well warned that something was going to happen, but they didn't act on it um, because the FBI, the CIA and all didn't really talk to each other that much back then. Now it's a lot mm-hmm. different now that they have internal lines of communication at all times and they share information. But back then it was like, who has the most information? You know, don't yeah. be sharing it with them because okay. that's fucking ours. That's our information. We found that. But, you know, see, to be honest, there a lot of, a lot of conspiracy theories are bullshit because... It's people wants. It's just people want you to believe a different narrative. But I'd, I'd. There's some of them could be through. Like, um, the word it's conspiracy funny. theory started with JFK. That's where it all it all started from, and it was actually, um, it was printed in the paper for the first time the day after, like, or a couple of days after JFK was assassinated. Didn't know that. because there was that many different theories coming around. And they were like, "What the fuck?" Like they've never they never encountered anything like that before. Yeah, I suppose there's more wing nuts than ever. Plus, I think like whenever you look at it, there's so so many now as well. Like, oh, there's you know I mean? like you go from Jeffrey Epstein, the Harvey Weinstein, fucking McCann's, about Madeline McCann, fucking even coronavirus, five G, fucking like the, all them kind of like pedophile rings in Hollywood, um. Uh, all that pizza stuff. Have you seen all that? That oh, stuff's yeah. mental. Yeah, That's yeah. not why. You see the? Do you see the? Like the people share. There's people sharing stuff saying like Hillary Clinton's like cut a child's face off and was worrying about like the White House and all. It's fucking mental. Uh, there's all that stuff. Uh, Whenever you be reading through stuff like that, I'd be like, wh- how do even people even think of this? Lad? Like, and it, it, what if what if something like that turns out to be true? Lad? And she's slicing children's pearly heads. Like, do you drinking, know what I mean? You're just like. Supposedly. It's something to do with the adrenaline of the child or something, and like it's Satan worshippers and stuff. Like people will be listening to this and go, "What the mother fuck is this podcast about?" But <laughs> Hillary yeah. Clinton slicing it. But yeah, look if you like if you Google that, there's actually like when you Google stuff like that though, that doesn't come up. Like you yeah. have to actually go really, really into rat holes to find all that stuff. So like, well, Google won't it, show it. Google doesn't show any conspiracy things. So you have to no. go on to a site called DuckDuckGo. DuckDuckGo. <laughs> it's, Duck, it's another search engine. Google will not bring up. And in conspiracy theory, they block it out, which, and in fact, 
has created another conspiracy theory. Yes, it does. <laughs> That's a fucking mess. Instead of leaving it out there, then people are like, well, what are you trying to fucking hide when they're not trying to hide anything? They're just probably trying to hide fake news, misinformation. Uh, yeah. But like, the, as you said, the Pizzagate thing, um, your guy is... Now, I don't know, like the... the, the the stat, what they're saying he's guilty of is definitely well it's probably not true but saying that he's definitely not on the straight and narrow the guy that owns that pizza place that's 100% true because some of the stuff he was writing on, on social media and the FBI has come out in the last maybe couple of months and said about uh, code words that's used on social media to, to highlight children highlight children yeah and he's used a lot of them in the past and has for a very long time yeah, because it's like it's like pepperoni pizza for a boy and like cheese pizza for a girl and pizza and, party for like an orgy. It's fucking and rank. chicken, something chickens, something small chicken or something. I don't know. It's um, fucking rotten. But yeah, there. He and then the other is a donut place. Uh, Voodoo Donuts is another one. And then there's the pizza place, and then there's the whole just the whole ring of people and Hillary Clinton and. That's Jesse, why, and people would say that that's why they were so mad about getting Donald Trump not having him in because he wasn't one of them. He wasn't one of them inside families. Because you can supposedly now, I don't know, you can link back, you can link the Clintons to the Bushes. You can even link Obama to the Bushes somehow through different networks. And then you can link them all back to kind of nearly one family. So they've like one, even though they seem like they have different ideas and different uh goals when they're president they're all for the same like there's loads of stuff coming out now at the moment about obama like but just about how shit because he seemed like he was a good president because he didn't like really fucking annoy too many people and he didn't go to war and stuff but now it's coming out that he was actually useless but that's it, interesting because you wouldn't you wouldn't assume that no, you wouldn't assume it. No, there's there's a couple of like there's a couple of good. Well, I say good documentaries are probably absolute bullshit, but they're they're out there anyway. And the one's called Pedo Gate Twenty Twenty Part One and Part Two. Um, it's on. Are you in it? It's on. No, I'm not in it. It's on YouTube, and it's 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 very interesting. And if you're a fan of Tom Hanks, you're probably better not to watch it. I've heard that about him, but I, do you know what it is? It, it's it's one of these things where, you, as mad as it sounds, it's very, very hard to know unless stuff, it all comes out properly, what to believe and whatnot, because there's so many of them that could be true, but because there's so many of them, it's very hard to know what's complete baloney and what's actually real. And You'll never know. I think, yeah, I think it's really it's really interesting Like for people that don't know that. Do you know whenever you hear, like, whenever I heard that stuff about Hillary Clinton and then even Pizza Gates, you're sort of like, how is this going on? And then you're sort of like, fuck, I wonder actually, is it or... Do you know what the f- it just shows you the like if that's going on in the world the world's fucked that's why yeah I, I know what you mean with Donald Trump thing do you think he'll get in for a second term oh of course he will do yeah I thought Joe Biden will have a good chance here nah the man's fucking stage ten dementia he's fucking can't even remember his fucking speeches Joe Biden Isn't it Joe Biden's the one stuttering like fuck. Joe Biden's the one that is about 70. Yeah, he's uh, a bit sure, I don't even think that him, is him and Trump not going to debate. Yeah, well, I think so. Uh, it's See what? I don't know. Americans, even though Trump gets a lot of passion, some of, a lot of Americans love him. Um, he seemingly is good for business. Now, he's fucking stark raving mad, but 
I can't see anybody beating him. The only one who hard to know because the, the coronavirus. Would, yeah, the only one who been a bad toll. But then he he was smart and he gave all the, every American money last week. Did he? So that like as as Ro, I was listening to Rogan slightly during week and Logan, Rogan was like that a lot of people like oh like Trump gave us six hundred dollars or whatever to every household like that means a lot to a lot of people in different communities so. The only one I thought would have been if Michelle Obama was announced for a run-in mate for someone. Um, I thought she might have been powerful, but you just never know. Like all the Black Lives Matter stuff and all that, there won't go won't go for Trump. So no, exactly. That's why I think I think I think he'll not he'll not get a second term. But it's going to be a weird one because on. it's 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 postal votes this time, isn't it? Mate, you're talking to the wrong man. I don't have fucking baldies. I think they're post postal votes, so you're not actually going to a voting office. So doesn't matter what the outcome is, they're going to say it's fucking wrong. <laughs> yeah, they'll pick what they want. But uh, did you ever see like the Illuminati stuff with like the conspiracy? Whenever you dive oh. into that, like that's what I was trying to say there before I dived off. Did you ever see like whenever people can fold the notes and show like pyramids and stuff? Oh uh, yeah. yeah. I used to watch that when I was a wee sprog, and people would be, like fold fold the notes and you would see like the twin towers burning and you're like what the mother of fuck is this joe and you're you're like yeah. in third year in class and you're like this is fucking mental the world's coped yeah uh, the illuminati stuff and you know the illuminati symbols and the triangle with the all cna like, a lot of that comes up in uh, pop culture now a lot like lady gaga would be big into the the symbolism of that and katie perry bieber one of bieber's one of Bieber's big tracks that he came out just when he kind of re, um, what do you mean or whatever the song is, uh, in the background, like there's loads of writing on the wall on the screen, like handwritten stuff. And when you slow it down and read what it actually says, there's a lot of kind of symbolism in there. But yeah, then, no, but then I'm, that I'm... could be put in to get people to look at it and to get people talking about it. Like that's the mm. other thing, they could. It can be a reverse of like they can be using conspiracy theories as a reverse to to as another way to control people without think with with them thinking we're hundred percent not being controlled. Yeah, when when you're being, you're being fed an absolute horrendously stupid story and you're believing it, that is almost the ultimate control. Like the yeah, QAnon, a lot of people would say that that QAnon is the CIA. Because people take what QAnon says as gospel. They decipher what he says. And then when things happen. But that could be another way of them going, yeah, that is the CIA and they're just controlling how you think. Or, But people are like, no, he's fucking, he's the crusader. He's trying to tell us what's wrong in the world. And you're like, probably not the truth. The truth is it's probably just another way for people to control you. Just like Facebook, like the whole Facebook, Facebook adverts. Um. Facebook adverts is pretty much almost controlling you 100% and what you buy, what you look at, what you see every day, what you start to like. If you want someone to start liking a certain type of music, Facebook can probably control that and make sure that this type of music becomes big. That's why I think I think like you shouldn't be on social media for a large like large amount of your day. Like I think that's why like how like me, you me and you're definitely guilty of this, and I would say loads of people listening is like how handy is it just to scroll for ages and you, you like if you ask like last twenty things you saw on Instagram, name them, you won't be able to do you know what I mean? Yeah. Last five won't be able to same with Facebook and I think it's not the like don't get me wrong, it's got some real good perks and obviously I make a living off it now pra- practically, but a case of I do think there's real, real downsides to social media, and I think it'll come out like in down the line with like more anxiety, 
more more mental health problems and I, I don't don't know like there's been real there's been real issues with that but I don't think that that's almost been looked at enough if you get me like I think that's sort of like the ruination to an extent I know we went on the summer yeah. podcast but it's something that needs drilled in like I, I try to limit my phone time so much and it's still very very tough I'm down to about an hour a day See, if I am, I do, I try and do all my like WhatsApp and like for clients and stuff on the laptop, so like it doesn't count. But like, I'll even pop on. We were planning Instagram DMs, and then you fucking be in there for like an hour, and then you're like, fuck. But like an hour to it's very, very good. Like it, your head definitely feels way clearer, does it? It does, I. But uh, it's still, as I always said, as soon as I finish DJing, as soon as the DJing's done, I am off social media. Uh, fact. Like but I just, is, I just look at stuff on it. Like we were saying there about like, like I have this like people that are fucking so uh, obsessed with social media that it starts to kind of, they they start doing things that they see in social media. Like there's there's a load of memes going about at the minute with these gear. Like when I'm gears on Snapchat and on Instagram stories, when the camera goes them, they like tilt their head a certain way. Like this is the new like. I don't know where the fuck this madness came out of. So they just tilt their head to the right or left slightly. Is this cute wee pose? Mm. So now there's a load of memes going around of like fellas doing it. Like <laughs> girls on Instagram and then they're like palling around the room and a load of boys are just like tilting their head to the left. And I was like, I know a load of girls that do this and I never actually caught on to that. That they have seen this somewhere. That they think this is cute. But really they're just regurgitating someone else's fucking thing. And That's it's, it though. It's like the, ice co- the ice coffee thing over lockdown. Like I seen absolute fucking morons making ice coffees and going, "This is how I make mine," and they're like making this like fixed syrup. And they're like, "What the <laughs> fuck are you doing? Get your coffee in a fucking jug. Get ice in it. Get milk in it. Get almond. Get sweetener. <laughs> or put it in a protein shaker. Shake the fuck out of it and put it in a cup." You don't have to make syrups. They were doing all this mad shit. You're like, where did you see this? And then all of a sudden you see this fucking, I don't know, influencer making these stupid fucking iced coffees with a syrup that they're creating that isn't really, it doesn't make one bit of difference. They're just, I, I seen so many people influenced by that over lockdown and same as baking banana bread. Like every fucking, every person became a banana bread baker. And I bet you they haven't had a slice of banana bread since when the lockdown left July. Since the start of July, they haven't had a slice of banana bread, but they lived on it for the fucking three or four months prior. Because that was the thing to do online, is bake banana bread and put it up on Instagram. There's steam coming from the top of Mickey's head here. He's that fucking angry. It's not anger. It's just, I would I love people just to do their own thing, cut their but own I think, path, and not be I, like so fucking driven by... <laughs> Like, oh, we have to do this to fit in. No, it's like people running about in Doc Martens again. You're like, you're the same person that was fucking posting pictures of Air Force Ones and wearing nothing but Air Force Ones for the last six months and now you're wearing nothing but Doc Martens because it seems they in style instead of like just going, I'm going to be me, you can be you. You know, I don't know. I think people are more happy when they're like mini clones of each other. That sort of way. It's because there's comfort, and you're not gonna get. You're not really gonna get like abuse. It's like whenever I was in school and like primary school, and like I remember getting slagged because I had wee black shoes that said Gola, and Gola wouldn't have been like a nice make. Gola uh-huh. would have been like a cheap make because like I would like my family wouldn't have been like well off or anything. It would have been just a case of like normal enough. Like it wouldn't have been like a high wage, especially when I was younger. We would have been like 
the car outside that would have been like broke down and you, you wouldn't need to get like jump started every time we went to pick my sister up that sort of vibe would have been us but yeah. like not like fucking bad it was just this, the thing the way the money was but a case of like i remember getting slagged for having gola like and it was such a big deal for me to go and get a pair of nikes then yeah like it was massive do you know what I mean? and i think it's the case that it's trying to blend in so you don't get picked on so you're not the odd one out whereas i think you actually sort of fail at life if you don't stand out because it shows that you've just sort of conformed yeah um like i think that's so easy and as you said i think the word influencer especially with people on instagram and all now it's, it's almost lost but you don't people don't realize the influence that it actually technically has on somebody's life like on the case like you see a, a really nice looking lass in a certain bikini and then you're like fuck you know what i'll buy that and then all of a sudden you're trying to pose like her and you don't realize it and it's all like even people like you see somebody use a wide lens on their camera on instagram and then all of a sudden you're using wide lens that's you being influenced yeah do you know what i mean like it, and i think people don't realize like that's why i think if you are original you will do so so well because it's something that's so lost now like it's so tough to actually get that yeah it's like yeah the red but everybody's like even even as far as like from standard level ring lights like you don't need a ring light unless it's for your work like if you're a like a, a makeup artist or whatever or whatever you need ring light for if you're like recording podcasts or you're recording videos or if it's done for a professional or work oriented you don't need ring lights you don't need to take a picture or 20 pictures or 40 pictures on Instagram using ring lights to make yourself look better. No, it's just like people are, are so obsessed with, I don't know, it's putting out, you know, like projecting this image of themselves that they're this pretty. Like, and I have a couple of mates that would call certain people catfish because they look so good on Instagram. And then when you see them in person, they're a total different human. And they're lovely yeah. people, and like they would even be going, "Why are they? Why do they fucking do this?" Because they're a good-looking girl, but on Instagram they look so different, like hundred percent, like like a different human being. And I, I just think that's so unhealthy, and it shows, it does show that, like you, they're being influenced, and they don't even realize they're being influenced. You know, when you hear about the Kardashian girls talking about, there was some, I think it was Kylie or Kendall was talking about to get one picture on. For Instagram, like one selfie, she takes like sixty or seventy. Like that's fucking mad. And then they bring it in the Lightroom and do a wee slight bit of editing, or they can face tune it. I don't know, but like that's mental that you could be influenced on that certain level. Even where what was the one I was just thinking of? Love Island. Them bottles. Them water bottles. Them water bottles that they were given in Love Island when they would go in. Absolutely kicked off that much that you couldn't get them anywhere. Yeah, I know. Sold out ever. Pre like Premark got them in, and they were selling thousands a day, thousands a day because people were seeing them on on Love Island and they look cool. They were the new cool thing to have. Um, That's it, though. It's, it, it is like that. But it's so like I just get it where like yeah, there is some trends that are cool, and there's trends that'll stay forever. Like like the Air Force ones. The Air Force ones never went away. They just there was new people just started wearing them, um, Converse Vans. You know, when the van, the black Vans were cool. Like they're always been cool. It's just there was there was more light shed on them, and I just see when people just jump from trend to trend, and you kind of feel sorry for them because you're like you're just f trying to find your place, but you'll never find your place if you just keep jumping on a trend. Like it's. It's crazy. It's like even the fellas went through a phase there of like getting fucking neck tattoos. 
you're where did the fuck does this come from and thankfully they didn't jump in full bore and get faced at her. he's like some people did but you're just looking at them going that was cool for six months now you look like a fucking gangster and you're probably never going to get a meaningful job because they're not going to hire someone with neck tattoos. It depends. Like, I would disagree there. Like, I would definitely disagree with the neck tattoos and stuff. Because, like, if I was to get a neck tattoo, I'll still get a meaningful job. Like, do you think so? Absolutely. Do you sure think? Do you think? Say, if you, uh, if you, uh, say you, you were a business graduate out of Queens and you were looking for a job in Study Bank and you had a neck tattoo, you'd get the job. It shouldn't go against you. Oh, hundred percent. You'll never get the job. One hundred percent. You'll never get a job if you've your. It even go. Like Wore even, a turtleneck on the day of the interview. Aye, that that might work. Aye, but if you have like a big fuck off neck tattoo, you will never get a job in corporate. Unless you are like a like a tech genius, they'll never hire you, because straight away it'll bounce them. There's some person that makes bad decisions. Jink. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, well, I suppose that's society saying that's a bad decision, isn't it? Oh yeah, oh yeah, it's it's coming, but it's also coming from someone that doesn't. It's probably older than you, a different generation, and is thinking, that's fucking weird. They're looking at him going, he looks like a a gangster. He's got a neck tattoo. He look, he, on paper, he's a genius, but he clearly makes bad decisions. Um, like Even, see, see, to be honest, even when it comes down like another rabbit hole, it even comes down to like interviewing for big jobs. Like they, look, like, they look at your body language. The way you the way you hold yourself, they look at the way you project your voice, they look at your hair, they look at the way you're groomed. They they want someone that's if it's a big enough job, they want someone who's meticulous and the finer details. Yeah, well, I, suppose I think if that... someone has a big mad like I I hopefully I'm wrong, but I and like I know from I know from friends in the past that that are that were are that are in that recruitment game that neck tattoos, face tattoos are just a no go, knuckle tattoos. Or a no go. Yeah, I quite like like I I quite like majority of uh, like, like neck tattoos and like I quite like hand tattoos as well. Like I think like if I was going to get it, I would like it somewhere like my hand to my foot. Like I definitely want a tattoo at some stage. It depends on what your it depends. But then you're never going into the corporate world unless but you it's don't on know that. Own, but unless it's on your own terms. Yeah, yeah, I suppose, and then, but then, yeah, I suppose you're you're looking at that, but I think that's something that people should just consider. But I think if you have to really wear that up in today's day and age, it's a bit fucked, you know. Like you shouldn't yeah. really be plastered by what you wear. That's like me. Like do you know what it is as well. It's like for example, like where was I the other week? Like we were somewhere, and I, like I don't really wear like ne- like like so called nice clothes. Like I just wear like what's on me at the day. I know that sounds ridiculous. Like if we're <laughs> It, it's like if I'm going like out for lunch with like Hillary or my mum or something, like, I'm not really getting changed. Like I'm just going out and whatever I had on. So like it could be shorts and like a, a gym a gym top, or it could be a baggy hoodie or whatever. But like if I have my Vibrams on, I'm wearing my Vibrams. If, I, if my flip flops are on, I'm wearing my flip flops. If I have my shoes on, I'm wearing my shoes. Like I just don't I don't see the point in that. It just for me, it's just I'm like, what the fuck's the point? But it's a case of it, it's such a strange thing to be almost judged by because I'm sort of like. It's an outer shell. Yeah. Oh, I. It, it, it's. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. But it's it's, it's also the the other scale. Look at that cunt as Gucci's. Yeah, 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 absolutely. I think you can't win that. Like I would get people that turn around to me and be like, "Oh, why do you drive? Like, why don't you drive a really, really nice car?" And I'm like, "Cause I don't know. I just never thought about it." And I'm just like, I honestly don't 
I don't process it. Uh, like I, I've done and, both. Like I've drove like a normal car and really nice cars. And see, to be honest, there's no fucking difference. Only when they break down, one's always a lot more expensive to fix than the other. Suppose it probably gives you like if I went out and got like a Lambo tomorrow, like I was suppose it would probably make me feel cool and like I would get something from it. And I think if you were really into cars, it would pay off. And I think at some stage, I probably will want that. But yeah. right now, even clothes and stuff, like don't get me wrong, there's nothing better than putting on like a fresh new shirt or something. You feel good in it. You feel it gives you a wee bit of confidence. And I see that's where it's at. I think if tattoos do that for you, you should go for it. Fuck what everybody else thinks, and everything will play out where it's supposed to. Do you know, like everything sort yeah. of happens for a reason. You're not supposed to get that job then. You're well, that's exactly it. If you're cutting your own, you're cutting your own way through life. But yes, that's it, why I wouldn't. If I wanted a tattoo tomorrow, like I would literally go get it. The only reason I haven't got a tattoo, and this may be honest, is I'm not sure what I would like. So that's why oh, yeah. I haven't went. Got same it. as same as that. I would. I know I would regret what I got three months down yeah. the line. I want something else, and then I would start a snowball effect that I'll have to start getting like loads of tattoos. You'd, you'd get the muscle and hustle tattooed in your forehead. <laughs> I get it tattooed in my ass. Yeah, maybe I have a good story for you, Tony. Right? This is this is gonna crack you up, right? Talking about like jobs and working all right. So uh. Uh, right, I was offered to go for an interview for a sales and marketing role, um, with a pretty well called a pretty big company, in the hospitality trade, right? Yeah. And uh, <laughs> this is a fucking cracker. I was warned by a load of people, don't don't do the interview, don't do the interview. The the, the company's fucking their assholes, like made their assholes. Like I was told, numerous people they're assholes. Um, so they contacted me on. On let's say a Tuesday, right? And normally, you know, they say, "Can we? Can you come in for a chat? Uh, in two weeks' time, I'll give you a date down the line." Right. And the girl was like, "Can you come in tomorrow?" And I was like, "Tomorrow?" I was like, "If it's seven or eight o'clock now," and she was like, "Yeah, can you come in tomorrow morning nine o'clock?" And I was like, "No, no, no." Straight away, I wanted to pull the the power into my hands. I says, "The quickest I can do is a Friday." That was like three or four days away. And she was like, "Oh, we'll see if that works for us." And I could hear in the background talking to someone. They were like, yeah, Friday, earliest possible, 10 o'clock do. And I says, yeah, 10 o'clock will do. And they sent me and sent me the, through these forms I had to fill out before meeting them. And I looked at the forms and I was like, I'm not filling out these forms because I'm not applying for this role. I'm this, you're what you want to talk to me about this role. I'm not fucking filling out shite. So I filled out the COVID <laughs> form for them, right? Uh, because the COVID form had to be filled out before I arrived on the, at the at the place. And that was okay. Oh, yeah, I understand that. And I filled out the monitoring form. But I didn't fill out the other form they wanted me to fill out. Because clearly they want to speak to me because of my experience. They know about me. I don't know who they are, really, personally. But they seem to know me. That was okay. Went and met them. Sat down, mask on. Straight away, your boy hit me with negative stuff. I was like, right. Hit you with what? Uh, just about negative like stuff. Uh, he's seen like certain marketing campaigns I've did before that were... F- you know, a bit edgy. And they hit me with that and goes, oh, that wouldn't be us. And I was like, yeah, of course it wouldn't be. It's it's not right for that sort of marketing campaign. It's not right for this brand. But I think this marketing campaign turned over, duh, duh, duh. And he was like, yeah, that's very good. And I was like, yeah, I was like, there was minimum spend on that. And this is how much they took back. And I was like, they can re-roll this out every year. It's amazing. Like, he talked in a way and straight away he came off and he came off, started with negative. And I was warned this boy was a moron. And he sent away and he So stuck. you just get on like a house on fire then? Oh Tony, this gets better, like this gets better, mate. 
And sorry for keeping people waiting here, but this. Uh, so we start talking, and we start asking me about where his base, where it's from, and then he goes to me, "What do you know about us?" And I give him a couple of lines, but I said something like kind of rhetorical, like uh, the news do a lot of work here in. 2015, you spent like 1.8 million doing up a load of uh, load of areas, etc., etc. And he goes, "Oh, I'm well aware of what year it was." And I was like, "I like," and he goes, "Were you asking me a question there?" And I was like, "No, I was just like trying to go. It was 2015, was it? I was trying to include you in the conversation." And he was like, "No, he goes, I'm well aware of my investment in the place in, in 2015." Oh, he's an and then I was like, "Oh, here we go." I was like, "You've just woken the beast." And then he goes, what do you know about this business? I give him a few more wee lines. And he goes, is that all you know? And I was like, yeah. And he goes, why do you not know more? It's all on the website. Were you on our website? And I was like, oh, actually, it was on your website, yeah. And he goes, so you don't know any more about the, the history of the company? I was like, do you, know what, do, you want, do you want to know what I do know? I was like, I didn't want to be negative here, but do you want to know what I do know? And he goes, yeah. And I says, I know that you put a for sale sign on, on it on the 2nd of March this year. I know you had three people looking to buy it, but your overinflated asking price of three million is far too much. I know you inherited this place from your dad, and I know it's went into the ground since. I know in 2015, when you redid the venue, you actually are making less money now than you were before, and I know that because the people that went and looked at your venue to buy it, you had to show them the books, and one of them companies I'm actually involved with. So I know that much, and I know you lost all your wedding trade. You changed it to leisure trade, which you... Revenues, yeah, around the same, but your profits a lot less. And he was all taken aback. And then he goes, but you don't know about the history of the company. And I was like, that's the reason this place is for sale, because you're stuck in the past when you should be looking in the future. What happened in the past will not pay your bills in the future. And then he was like, uh, uh, and I was like, here, we need to terminate this this chat now. And he goes, yeah, I think that's for the best. And I was like, right, good luck. Walked out. So you, you Four, got the job then? 14 minutes. Fuck your shite at interviewing. You or start two, a fight with look. Fourteen minutes, hey. And I was out the door and in the car. Nah, that's not fucking that's... He, and I rang my mate straight away, the boy that knows him well, and he goes, How'd it go? And I said to him, and he goes, I fucking warned you. Do not have anything to do with these people. They are mental. And he goes What's the company? Oh, I can't say. I can't say. Give uh, us a, give us the first word. It's a very, uh, it's one of the most well-known hotels just outside of Belfast. Right, dead on. Just outside of Belfast. Uh, I'm gonna. Do you know why I say that? Because every time we have a story or me and you talk about somebody and don't say who it is, I get about forty fucking messages being like, "Who is it?" And do you know what I do? I just tell them anyway because my head's uh, fucking well, it's a, pickled. It's a big hotel on the way to Bangor. See, there's three hotels out that road. It's one of the hotels. I know exactly which one you're talking about now. And the the people anyway. The ma- I I said to the guy, I know he's fucking this boy's moron. He goes, was his dad there? And I said no. And they were like, well, his dad's twenty times worse. And I just like, how could anyone, anyone even work for this person? And then. He, they sent me an email. This is now this is the big trigger. Sent me an email saying, "Unfortunately, you were not successful in the interview." I wrote back an email saying, "Hi, to whom it may concern. Uh, unfortunately, I do not know what you're talking about. I did not interview for any role. I didn't even realize it was for a sales and marketing uh, manager's job." I knew it was to do with someone to do with sales and marketing. Could have been a director, could have been an executive, could have been fucking anything because it didn't get that far. Um, I was like, unfortunately, 
I don't know what you're talking about. And I, f I really think you need to re uh, look at your interviewing process in the future. Kind regards. Didn't even sign it off. I was that ignorant I didn't sign it off. You're a bad boy, aren't you? No, I'm not a bad boy, but it just goes to show that when somebody, when you're warned someone's a wanker, they normally are. Right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> on that bombshell. On, yeah, I was going to say, on that bombshell. If anybody uh, needs any uh, interviewing techniques and <laughs> any uh, tips and hints, uh, hit me up. Uh, I was going to say, and if there's any other conspiracies they want to share, so we can dive uh, into an all. We can dive into any conspiracies, like why is Tony wearing nasal strips, and why did he say his RDLs were getting worse when clearly he doesn't train legs? Hit me up with them all. Um, and I'd like to apologize to Harry for saying our boyfriend's bisexual. Here, here, that one wait, wait there, that one, that one. I was on that day, it's like talk with my cousin, and he was filming, and do you know what he said? He goes, just because it's a run of the mill joke. Let's have a. He goes. We'll just have a joke about your legs. And I was like, "That's not funny." I was like, "It's not just like do you want to hop on the van?" I was like, "My legs are okay," but it was a case of he was like, "It's just like this is the new thing." And I was like, "Fuck no." But yeah. Anyway, yeah. See you later. 